0: recording All right. okay so we're praying at the start of this podcast that we're not gonna have crazy technical difficulties this time around uh, what's going on everybody hope you guys are having a good day this is episode shut up phone it's not clay this time uh, <laughs> uh so we're not having technical difficulties or people interrupting me um but this is episode 54 of year two in the batman news weekly podcast And we're going to talk about, we're going to go through some comics really quick. We're going to give our thoughts on Batman 96. But we are basically, this is a uh, pre Fandom podcast. We are getting a lot of information about Fandom. We will be talking about it later in this podcast. We're going to knock out of the comic stuff real quick just because we have a little bit of that. And we have, I feel like we could talk more about the... More entertainment news and talk about what our expectations for fandom are going to be. Yeah. And then next week's podcast will definitely be a recap of fandom and three jokers because that'll be coming out. Yes. Um, so yeah, so um, we're gonna run through uh, just two comics that we haven't really been covering on this podcast, but we did kind of skim through them because they have dealt with the Bat Family or Batman, the first being Teen Titans which is something I've mentioned on this podcast for a while that I've been interested in this story because Damien's been kind of going down a dark road. Uh, And I haven't been reading this, but I have just been looking at, like, articles that have been talking about this, so I kind of know what's going on. Um, Damien's been going down a dark road. There was supposed to be a Teen Titans annual that we were supposed to get this big showdown between Batman and Robin, and, of course, COVID delayed everything. But um, I guess we've kind of got somewhat of that story in this one because it turns out Batman has found out about all of the kind of shady stuff Damien has been doing. Um, Damien got his ass kicked by the Teen Titans, and then Batman has shown up to say the Teen Titans are finished. Yeah. So um, pretty interesting. Uh, Have you been keeping up with this? Like I said, I've been reading through articles.
1: The only thing that I have been keeping up with it is basically – Jim with the weird science podcast. Um, they almost, they cover almost every book that comes out every single week. And, you know, only a select few that they have completely just given up on yeah. AKA Harley and some other books. But mm-hmm. uh, this is one that they've always seen potential in. But the only problem is, and we just said it right before we started recording is that this writer has had the team Titans fighting each other from the very start of his run all the way until now. Yeah. And we have learned through the new solicits and everything else that there is quite a few, there's quite a few handfuls of books that are ending. And I mm-hmm. believe Teen Titans is one of them. Yeah. Uh, it's just that
0: girl's another. Yeah. I think Harley's
1: one. Uh, Harley's going to end. Uh, Hawkman is going to end. Young justice is finally going to end. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Hellblazer Black Label book is ending, but if you like Constantine, don't worry because Tom Taylor's Constantine book is coming out. Oh, yeah. So it's almost being replaced. Uh, and I understand that, you know, having two Constantine books on Black Label would have been a little weird,
0: yeah. but
1: uh, it is what it is. But this, I, it's just, for me, I always wanted a Teen Titans book that yes can have drama, but is a team. You never see a entire run ha- of Justice League have a problem with each other yeah. you know you never see Batman be the angst of the group and cause so much shit to where they're always arguing with them like mm-hmm. throughout the entire comic book run yeah. and that's exactly what this writer has done to Damien. And Mm -hmm. what people fail to understand is that Damien has another side other than just being a dick. We've seen it before. He's a smart person. He has a heart. And I wish we could see more of that. But a lot of people just like to play that route. And it kind of gets annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think, like I said, Super Sons is one of the best, um, you know, visual representations of Damien. Because he can still be a dick, but you're seeing this, like, softer side of him and i was really excited to see what tom king could do with damien and selena like that was one of the things that i was really excited to see in this future but uh, granted i know tim seeley was the one that wrote that little cool little moment between selena and um damien in the um what do they call them the preludes to the wedding yeah yeah that was such a really good moment between them
1: now and I- in in case in case we never uh, like I don't want to say it because I know that me and you are very interested in writing, and that we may mm-hmm. s- hopefully have a future in writing in the big two. But the moment that we always talk about about yeah. what we want to see, do you think we'll ever get it? When I write
0: <laughs> for for <laughs> Batman, we will. <laughs> oh, I don't think I don't think anybody else will do it just because I feel like. And it's much like Tinian, we'll be talking about Tinian later, I think everybody wants to write this big story that they want to be an icon for. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of writers want that. They're like, I want to write, I want to be Frank Miller. You know, whether you like Frank Miller or not, I think everybody wants to be Frank Miller because everybody will always, no matter what, until the end of time, reference Batman year one not yeah, so and, much a uh, uh, dark knight returns yeah. it's batman year 1 that everybody's like that is batman
1: yeah and the the big thing with with comics in general i feel like that is the person that you mm-hmm. always hear cuz even people at marvel uh, we know me and you we both listen to john's word balloon all mm-hmm. the time and even people at marvel like man i just like you want that frank miller type story i'm like yeah. god damn it there's more than just frank miller but yeah, that is the thing. It's so iconic. And it's it put a staple on the character.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, people will, will be like, Oh, well, what about Daredevil? Well, guess what? The big staple in Daredevil, Frank Miller wrote as well. Yeah. So it's like, he, we have our opinions on Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. But he did do some really good things as far as that year one.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of people were saying Frank Miller was the reason we got away from campy Batman. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he is an icon in that aspect. And I I like year one, and I even liked Dark Knight Returns for what it was. But I don't like later Frank Miller. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like I'm freaking, not a big fan. Uh,
1: I, I just recently read uh, Superman year one yeah uh for black label it was horrible
0: <laughs> yeah and i i have always said this and i will always say this batman was it all-star batman is the most beautifully drawn comic with the worst story And if you guys don't know which one that is, it's Frank Miller's when he was, I think it was pre 52, though, right? I think that was pre 52. Mm -hmm. And it's when, you know, Batman sleeps with freaking Black Canary and uh, he's telling Robin to like buck up and freaking like eat rats and shit and like be a better person and just live in the cave and shit. Like it was, (laughs) it's hardcore, but it's, and I know some people loved it. I loved the art in it. I did not love the story. It's it's a pretty hard read sometimes. Yeah. Um, but Frank Miller will always be that icon. And I think it's one of the reasons why I think people like the Tom Kings of the world or the Ed Brubakers and stuff like that, those people are always going to be remembered because they add to the character – without being like, this is my story, and this is my freaking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tom King, I think Tom King, and I don't think this will be is that far of a reach, he's probably done more for the characters of Selina Kyle and Bruce Wayne in the last four years than a handful of the other writers that have wrote Batman in the last, like, two decades. Because I would say so. Because he his 85 pages revolved around Selena, Kyle, and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, she would disappear, she'd come back or whatever, but it was always with them, and nobody's ever done something like that. It's like, oh, Selena and Bruce are here, and like, oh, they hook up, they have sex, they do this, and then, oh, now we're fighting, rar, and then they're gone. <laughs> but, like, he freaking, he made it caring, and he made me want to see Selena be a mother to dick grayson and freaking everybody else that's under bruce's you know wing you know granted it would be mostly damien but still like it would be interesting to see like well you know you're bruce's partner like if nightwing came to selena for something like you know how would she yeah handle you that? know that's
1: something that i didn't really even take into account because of course we always see damien being under batman's wing because he literally lives with him right now but yeah. technically dick grayson is still adopted by bruce yeah. so like that would be his mother as well and of course tim and jason just have him as a fatherly figure yeah and i mean that would still affect them in some sort of way so i mean that would be some routes that i would love to see uh, be explored for sure
0: mm-hmm. but
1: i don't know if anybody will touch that at all
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, Selena's hiding in a cave right now getting a boob job. So, like, you know, it's we're, we'll see what happens in the next issue. But um, yeah, so that was what's happening in Teen Titans. It, you know, if you guys want to pick that up because you want to see Robin possibly fight Batman, because I don't think that Damien's gonna take that line down. I think he's going to be like, no father, like, I'm this leader of this group. And the group's probably going to be like, oh, we're teenage angst. We're going to not listen to the Batman. So there's probably going to be a Batman versus Teen Titans fight in the next issue, yeah. I would assume. So definitely jump jump on that train if you want to check that out. But just know it's going to end. So yeah. that train's not going to go that far. Um. So And then uh, another book that we haven't been covering, we've kind of been covering, but we're just dreading it and we're just waiting for it to end or at least get back to being Nightwing, Nightwing this week. Was another... I just flipped through it. Because honestly, it didn't look that interesting until the boys showed up at the end. That was
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: But he's under a spell,
1: right? Or something yeah, he, right now? Yeah, he's still in uh, the whole... Because the whole thing is that Joker got this identity crystal. Yeah. That uh, changed him into Dicky Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he legit thinks his name is Dickie Boy. Uh, which uh, Dan Jurgens actually had the time to talk about this run. With uh with John on Word Balloon, mm. and he thought that was just hilarious that he gets the the chance to kind of uh, play this role with with Dick Grayson here. Now I didn't like last issue because it was a Nightwing book that was literally a Batgirl story. Yeah, and here there is a good amount of Nightwing, good amount of Dick Grayson uh, that will, you know, basically let it be called a Nightwing title. And so freaking uh, Joker and Punchline have like this rooftop fight club type thing uh, and they tie up Batgirl and they have Dickie Boy, Dick Grayson, Nightwing uh, fight her. Mm -hmm. And she tries to get, you know, uh, through his through his head and try to like try to persuade him to be, you know, who he really is. And it doesn't work. And so plan B for Joker and Punchline is to uh, destroy the hospital or the children's hospital that was named after Alfred. Mm. So that is the big plot. And so Batgirl gets away. She's going to try to stop them from doing that. And I guess uh, uh, Punchline has ventriloquist voice manipulation because mm-hmm. she was able to call the rest of the old Robbins, Jason, Tim and all of them yeah. uh, and say that she is Batgirl. girl. Hmm. And so she is basically saying that she's Batgirl. She needs help at the hospital, blah, blah. And Dickie boy, Dick Grayson uh, is able to persuade uh, Tim and Jason, that Batgirl is now under Joker's spell, and she is gonna destroy the hospital. Even though does he? he...
0: Do they question him knowing?
1: No, no. They because just go with it. They're they're like, oh wow, you got your memories back. And he's like, yep, I do. And they uh, just kind of Yeah,
0: they're smarter than that. Come yeah. on.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so the next issue is called, uh, shredded and. The shattered so yeah. i don't know what that is uh but we are getting closer and closer uh from like getting nightwing back which that is the only thing i'm waiting for like legitimately yeah
0: i'm, I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with that after if the book survives is i don't it?
1: think it will survive yeah. much after that um especially there is a surprise dc comics panel that is still yeah. at the Hall of Heroes on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we may get a sneak peek as to what is going to happen after February of 2021. which yeah, I think
0: our our theory is that it is going to be just the main books and everything else will be graphic novels, hopefully, after that.
1: Graphic novels or even digital. Yeah, Because uh, we'll talk about it a little bit if we haven't already talked about it. I can't remember about the Jim Lee article that uh talked about being... uh, i think
0: we talked about it a little bit last yeah. podcast if we didn't sorry yeah <laughs> but
1: it's just that uh jim lee is wanting to fully embrace the digital age and they are cutting 20 to 25 percent of the comic book line uh of what they are having printed and push it to digital plus new stuff as well yeah uh, and this is all a, a plot so that way whatever happened with the coronavirus and the shutdown doesn't happen Mm -hmm. again, uh, in the sense of them losing money as a company,
0: which is smart. But at the same time, we're kind of getting off topic here and we'll just, we'll wrap it up real quick. But I think it's smart because I am somebody that would love to get away from the loose leaf comic books. I personally, I know some people love them to collect them for the, the covers and stuff like that, but I would much rather have a book of six to 10 issues on my shelf than a box of loose leaves that I put... Once I put them in the cardboard, the card in plastic, it's done. I don't open it up to that, so... Yeah,
1: and not mo- most people don't, to be completely yeah. honest. Um, I love collecting graphic novels. It's something that I will always do, so that is something that I will personally do if they move to that. Um, and recently, as far as digital, I am embracing digital for, like, just random stuff. Yeah. So... I will go both markets. If there's something that I absolutely need on my shelf, I will purchase it physically. But otherwise, if I still want to help that company and still purchase it, I can do it digitally. So yeah,
0: it's gonna be very interesting to see how that affects comic shops. Oh, so.
1: there's we. I had a conversation. I think I show like showed you a screenshot of it. Uh, but there, there's a lot of people that are just now kind of okay especially after that article with Jim Lee, uh, Mm -hmm. okay with comic shops dying, which kind of sucks. But, you know, Um, as far as the graphic novel route, you know, you still have your high-end retails like Barnes & Noble, you have Walmart, you have Target, you have all that stuff. Books a million.
0: I wonder if DC will ever branch out to their own stores or if that's just a dead end for them. What do you mean? Um, like just opening up a small shop like you know how GameStop's in every like mall what i wonder if they oh. would pop open up their own little DC shop to where you could that buy graphic novels or like collectibles or stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. that way they get all profit but would it, would that really be that big i don't know i was going to say
1: it's it's kind of a niche sell yeah so would it be worth it for renting out a place at a mall or mm-hmm. you know at a at a shopping mall or whatever
0: yeah. Um yeah, it, it'll be very interesting. Um because I think bookstores, I mean, I think they're uh, people want graphic novels and stuff, but at the same time Amazon's killing it. I buy everything on Amazon just cuz it's cheaper.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the that's the big thing. I think that's what they're really looking at. And yeah. you know, if you know, in the market of oh, I need it now, well, one-day shipping is possible. Yeah. I get it and so fast. One-day shipping? And of course, like I said, with digital, you purchase it right then. You download it. You can read it before a shipment comes. So, yeah,
0: yeah. And I man, it's smart. I mean, uh, I will say DC has the balls to do it. You yeah, know? They do. they've been making some crazy changes, and and they said
1: I... that the Jim Lee said personally that the choice to get away from Diamond has mm-hmm. actually helped profits, which is great. Cra- which is crazy to think about. Because I've heard stories of comic shops that still have not been able to get DC products.
0: Freaking Three Jokers has over 300,000 pre-orders.
1: Which is awesome. Yeah,
0: that's insane. So, again, I know we've been talking about it the last few kind of podcasts. Nobody gives a fuck about the drama that's going on. They just want to read a good story. So it's kind of crazy. If it comes out, I think it'll still change a little bit. But again, Joker is one of those people. They're like, he just embraced the Joker, bro. Who really cares? (laughs) Somebody out there would say that. I guarantee you. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, Nightwing, not really much happened. But Clay is going to tell you about his most favorite story of the week. It was so amazing. He could not wait to talk about
1: it. (laughs) Bullshit. That's what it was. Total bullshit. I
0: didn't read this book,
1: so, so Clay's gonna
0: take the lead on this.
1: Dark Knight's Death Metal Guidebook. I will tell you the truth. When I got the email for this cover, like way like two months ago, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, that actually looks pretty freaking cool." And I thought it was gonna be an anthology of like like the the old school uh, encyclopedias of yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, that's what I thought this was gonna be. And I was like, okay, it's a small little collector's piece, whatever. No, this is an actual thing written by um, Scott Snyder, James Tinian, Joshua Williamson, Chip Zdarsky, uh, uh, Becky clune Was uh, it short
0: stories or all one big
1: thing? It, it, was, it was one large story at the very beginning. Then it was one, two, three, four short stories uh, mm. after that. Uh, Chip Zdarsky was the one that wrote the Harley Quinn story right after the uh, Scott Snyder story in the very beginning. Uh, but uh, Vidya Ayala was the third story in the last story. Batman in Dragonlance was uh, uh, priest. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, which is weird because he's no longer going by uh, his first name. It's only his last name. He's oh, no- really? Yeah, he's, it's like Prince. He's He uh. doesn't have, like a two name anymore it's just priest oh wow so okay cool (laughs) this story when i first started reading it i was like oh shit we're finally gonna get the story about what happens after they go into the door i was Mm -hmm. super excited and we see the dark multiverse basically attack earth and i'm like okay this was expected we get to kind of see how they defended earth we see a little bit of that and then all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, the Justice League just, poof, they're back on Earth. Literally doesn't show how they did it or what. They're just back on Earth. Apparently, Wonder Woman is weak from fighting from fighting Perpetua, but nothing mm-hmm. else is fucking said. This is bullshit. I fucking hate this story. <laughs> this event is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know that Scott, Scott Snyder is waiting until, like, issue five or six to finally tell that story. And it yeah. won't even be fucking worth it at that point. Yeah. This is bullshit. So, I didn't
0: read this because I am pretty much done with Metal. I mean, I've talked a lot of shit about it already. Um, I've said how stupid it is. But, um, the I, we weren't really going to talk about it because I knew I wasn't going to read this, so we weren't, we weren't going to dive into this. But, something happened this week that I told Clay, I was like, this explains so much going on with oh, this event. Oh yeah,
1: this is something that we can talk
0: about. And what happened was, Scott Snyder... It has revealed a new Kickstarter book called Nocturnal with Tony Daniels as the writer. From yes. my understanding, this is going to be like a 75-page kind of graphic novel that's coming out, right? I
1: have it right here. It um, is... Uh, so... We'll yeah, keep, going, keep, going, keep going. Keep going. Yeah yeah. 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 So
0: what's gonna happen is he has his own imprint now at Image Comics, which is the competitor, one of the competitors to DC Comics, and we all have known that Snyder has been doing his indie stuff for a while now. He That's actually not...
1: did a word balloon just yesterday. I w- watched like five really? minutes of it. It's it's on the app, or it's on your po- local podcast, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to listen to. But he said that this book has been in the works for two years.
0: Makes sense because he was supposed to announce it last year, right? Or some shit. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, so he has a new imprint called what is it? Jacket something press. So, so,
1: uh, it is black
0: jacket press or something.
1: Uh, crap, I just saw it. I Um, I thought the
0: design was kind of weak, in my opinion.
1: It is called the best jacket press.
0: Yeah, such a weird name. Like, what is it? I don't get it. Like, your Um, best
1: coat, your best jacket, like. Like yeah. it's one that you always go to, that one jacket you always go to type of thing. I That's guess. what I took from it. Best but, pants, yeah. <laughs> you know, best best
0: pants press. But you know starting I mean?
1: at seventy two pages, uh, there is a, a special edition collector's uh, nocturnal number one. Uh, you can get it digitally for so much money. You can get it in soft cover and you can get it in hard cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, any more that you donate can start getting into the Tony S Daniels uh type rewards like a uh a headshot a full page blah blah blah, things like that but Uh, it i mean i will say this a lot of people praise his indie stuff they say that's where he thrives mm -hmm. um i'm still debating it i saved it on kickstarter just in case but how long is it going for um it is it has another 29 days okay uh, there's um, still like 3,000 copies of the hardcover that are still available, uh, but I'm pretty sure if it's good enough, my co-host at uh, Comic Book Legion will probably want to review it. So that's why I'm—that's okay. the, mainly the reason why I am still debating on whether I will get it or not. You're gonna get the digital or hardcover? Or... I might get the hardcover just to add more stuff to my bookshelf.
0: Yeah. So um, with all that, so he announces this new thing. Um, I saw a headline, uh, I think yesterday or maybe today, that witches and Undiscovered Country are not a part of that. So they're actually separate. Yes. Um, So they're not going to be a part of that. So I told Clay that I was pretty much so done with Scott Snyder right now that I want to read his indie stuff to see if he's concentrating on that more than he's concentrating on DC. I actually went and read issue number one of Undiscovered Country, and I was actually interested in the story. So much to where I liked it, but I will say he has a character that gets introduced in there that looks very similar. And I wouldn't say talks similar, but the font is exactly the same as the Batman Who Laughs. No. So it's exactly the same. So I was like, okay. So the Batman Who Laughs is either he thought of it for DC and he's like, I want to put it in another book or I, I thought of it for Undiscovered Country and I wanted to bring it to DC as well. That's quite a, they're very similar. And um, it's kind of like, and I, I really hope I'm not that kind of writer when I get there, but I'm pretty sure some people will make those kind of similarities. But uh, it's kind of like when artists like Tony Daniels, for example, kind of draws everybody the same now. They all have like the same body type and everything. And there's not a lot of differential, like differentiating from each character. Um, I feel like that's kind of what Snyder might be doing in some of these things, but the most important thing out of that was, I feel like, yeah, his indie stuff was better, but now knowing that he has been working on this thing for two years, he's been working on another story, he's been working on multiple new stories, and he's still writing Undiscovered Country and stuff like that, I am under the impression, 100%, that his head is not in the game when it comes to DC content. Because he's ready to just move on to the next stage in his career. And he's even said that this is the next big step in his career. Yeah. That-
1: yeah. He, he has, uh, he I don't think he was supposed to say it because he said that he would probably get in trouble for saying it. Mm-hmm. But he has anywhere from three to five books already uh, written and into production for that yeah. Best Jackets uh, uh, company. Yeah, He is definitely moving in this direction rather than in the DC direction. So all of our guesses of like, oh, I think Snyder will be the head of DC's continuity going forward. Mm -hmm. I now think that is not the case. Um, He said that he will still be involved in DC in some aspects, but I don't know if DC would even let him after pulling this kind of thing. Now I understand that, you know, depending on your relationship with whatever company they want you to grow as a writer Especially if it's if it means it's gonna bring you sales in the future, yeah. Because uh, if this thing really hits it off, and DC is like, "Oh crap, we're kind of stuck in the mud." Hey, Scott, mm-hmm. you want to write a you know a four issue miniseries real quick? He does it. There, you know, it's big advertisement for them. It's gonna make them money. Yeah, but for sure, his head is not in the game whenever it comes to this story of Death Metal right now.
0: Yeah, no, it is definitely not. Um, it's not his best writing. We've been saying that for a long time because we have enjoyed Scott Snyder stories in the past. Just recently, and I would say starting with Batman Who Laughs, it has not been good for Scott Snyder at DC. A lot of uh, All-Star people even Batman say, wasn't good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say it. A lot of yeah. people said the very beginning of Rebirth with All-Star Batman yeah. was not great.
0: No, it, it wasn't. But I did enjoy the first Metal. So that's why I'll give him like, okay, it wasn't just from Rebirth. But Metal I enjoyed. Um, but now it just feels very oversaturated. And it, it feels like a money grab. 100%. It doesn't seem like they're really building anything. I've told this to Clay many times. If I were to write for DC and like they're like, hey, we want you to come up with the next event. Or we want you to come up with the next thing. I would ignore Metal. 100 percent and that would probably piss some people off but what is metal doing the first metal didn't even give us the whole new meta human thing that we were expecting yeah that never happened brian i mean applause to brian hill he actually created a character with that kind of stuff in Sophia. so you know shout out to brian hill for doing that be like hey you know this shit you forgot about i'm gonna write a character about it um and so like yeah i don't know it's just You can just tell, like, I mean, this goes for anybody, not in just comic books, but when people have their head in the clouds and another thing that they really want to do, and it's, you can tell it takes away from their stuff at their job. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I personally just think that Scott Snyder is more excited about his indie stuff. And, hey, more power to him. He got that movie deal or that production deal or whatever it was yeah. for Undiscovered Country. So he's probably sat down with his wife and he's like, you know what? I could do so much more outside of D.C. Like, maybe I should just do that. And if he can sell every one of his projects, that dude could become a
1: millionaire. You know, if yeah. he's not already I mean, a millionaire. I was going to say that that Undiscovered Country contract was like... million which he is sharing with charles Soule, so they're pretty damn close yeah so i i i say the best of luck to him i might uh just because of how much i am enjoying some of the indie stuff that i already read Mm -hmm. i will most likely give it a try uh especially especially if best jackets wants to freaking you know have podcasters review their stuff yeah, give yeah. it to me for free. I'll do it, and then I will see if it's worth purchasing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, it is an image property. So, do you not? Don't, I like, don't. Get you get image stuff. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, that's um, true. I might get it for free anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I just I just wanted to say, like you know we had theories of him not we don't know what happens i think this is a solid theory or assumption because this is not confirmed or anything like that i think it's a solid assumption to think that his head is elsewhere and he's not really concentrating on dc because i still don't see how somebody could write new 52 batman as well as he did and give us the crap that we're
1: getting right now yeah so for sure. yeah for so. sure But Um, the rest of this book was just garbage, so let's move on to something else. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Move over to something
0: else that might not be as much garbage, Uh, which is Batman 96.
1: Or 97, I'm sorry.
0: 97. So somebody told me that Batman 97 was supposed to have Catwoman in it, and I told you that Boojah's taking a lot longer than we expected, because she's not in this book. Um, I will say, art, amazing. It's human so it's fucking fantastic. Um, I love... uh, just the way punchline is drawn in a lot of this book i think she looks dope she was awesome um so clay don't give away anything about it but you said this book you texted me like nothing this didn't nothing happened in this book or it didn't progress the story or something like yeah along this it's filler it's one of those many many naruto episodes that you see (laughs) for no reason um and i can kind of agree with that there this it reminded me so we know that The last episode was him tripping balls on the toxic stuff. He was thinking about the, you know, the future and whatever. He woke up with Harley. He slapped her, all that jazz. This was pretty much the same thing. We just got a little bit more information about what Punchline's doing because Joker's big thing kind of seems like he is going to poison the water supply is what it seems like or something like that with this gas and toxins. Um, And they're kind of loading it up. We find out that uh, the clowns are scared to go to the Narrows, which is usually Catwoman's territory, but like I said, she's underground right now. And then we get to see the reason why they're scared is because it's Clown Hunter who we were introduced to two issues ago, or last issue. And he has the worst fucking
1: font I have seen in a comic book. I, like, of course, um, at... uh... At work, I I read this, and of course, I don't have my tablet at work, so I couldn't read it on a bigger screen, so I had to read it on my phone. It hurt my eyes so much to attempt to read this Clown Hunter's font. And it's Clayton Cowles. It It blows my mind. It is Clayton? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, I can't believe he picked this font for this. Clayton Cowles, for anybody that doesn't know it, he is a legend when it comes to freaking fonts in comic books he's yeah, like the you, go-to you, guy
1: you will see clayton cowles you will see uh crap what were some other ones see i can't even think of any yeah, because clayton cows is on everything he is like he does dc he does mm-hmm. marvel he does indie he works he hustles yeah. for what he does in comics so that is very very oh wow i don't think he works for vc anymore because it doesn't say VCs Clayton Cowles. That is crazy. Maybe he got a DC deal. That is kind of cool. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, it was horrible fun. I, it, like I said, it hurt my eyes. It was very straining on my eyes. But uh, how do you feel about this character? So this is a
0: character I don't mind if he dies at the end of this series. I think he's cool. Um, it's cool to inject new characters like this. But I do not want to see this character. I don't want Batman to find him and be like,
1: you're okay. You just need to improve yourself. See, you know what I, I mean? don't want that to happen because it's clear that this clown hunter is killing people.
0: Yeah, straight up And if
1: Batman people. just straight up says, oh, you're a good person. You just need to stop killing. Fuck that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I think this guy needs to die at the end of this series. Um preferably trying to go after joker and joker killing him that would be oh, great
1: that would be awesome that would be great like i think he should go after joker after killing all of these henchmen yeah and then he fucking dies that yeah that would be great
0: i think that would be a really good way to send him off because i feel like and that's one of the things that i think a lot of people especially in comics and i can understand that too because you want a character that's going to live on forever but i think sometimes you need to create characters so they can die And if people love them enough, like Tom King has said, they will make them continuity or canon. You can always bring somebody back. And I think, like, just, but for your run, you know, for your run, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he was just a character I wanted to create. Because I can imagine killing a whole bunch of, like, you could have, like, a John Wick scene with this kid if you wanted to. Have him kill so many clowns, and he's, like, making his way up the tower to fight Joker. He's like, I'm here to kill you. And then he fights Joker, and then Joker, like, stabs him or blows his brains out. And he just dies super dramatic.
1: No, no, no. Have all that. Have the entire tower scene, whatever. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Joker. And then Punchline kills him just to fucking slap him in the face. Yeah, that something
0: like that. Just anything. Um, so, yeah, that would just be it would be interesting. Um, but, yeah, his font sucked, but it's interesting what he's doing. Also, um, he was able to stop the Batmobile really easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I I was like, yeah, fuck this kid. Yeah. Because, you know, there's this mentality that like, oh, because comic books have progressed so much, you have to make your new characters almost just as strong to make them interesting. Yeah. And I totally get it with Punchline because Mm -hmm. she is supposed to be a force and you see it here. She is very intimidating she is scary clown hunter like fuck this dude we don't know anything about this guy he yeah. he, like his allegiance is clearly with gotham but like for this nobody to just be like oh yeah uh every every other villain that has ever tried to do this shit to the batmobile yeah they're nothing on me like yeah. that's some bullshit yeah
0: and the same thing is i even if joker owned everything did did people show them how to operate these Batmobiles? Like Now, what, you can you know? kind
1: of say, because you don't know where this takes place as mm-hmm. far as The Last Detective, because Last Detective, they rescued Lucius Fox. Yeah. But, I'm pretty sure Lucius was basically forced to yeah. tell them about a lot of this stuff. That's true. You, so can, you can say that. You can assume that he told them how to operate this, that, and the other, but... As, like I said, as far as stopping the Batmobile and dismantling it in the way that he is saying that he is doing is bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's literally water and electricity. And I'm pretty sure Batman has something to kind of change that out, you know. But it is what it is. So then we get to see Batman fighting a whole bunch of zombies. Um, And he, I will say, the bandana over his eyes was kind of cool. I kind of liked it where he was fighting blind for some reason it gave me a hardcore metal gear solid vibe um and i was like yeah this is awesome but at the same time i think this scene of him putting a bandana over his eyes would be really awesome in a movie like
1: it it would there is one panel that because of the way his cape is mm -hmm. he legitimately just looks like fucking daredevil netflix style yeah yeah for Uh, sure But like, I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it. But the one thing that I absolutely did not like was the talking that he was doing and how like, okay, you know, the reason why he's doing this is because his vision is being impaired by the toxin. Yeah. But just the dialogue seems so
0: fucking cheesy now that i'm because he's talking to alfred for those of you that don't know yes. what we're talking about he's talking to his subconscious because he believes alfred he is he's still under the toxin yes so he believes that alfred is talking to him through his communicator so yes. that's why batman's talking out loud so i can understand that now that i'm looking back on it i don't think tinian really uses inner monologues no so and i think again we've we've had this discussion for the last year on this podcast. batman Batman, is an inner
1: monologue character yes and tom Keene explained itself when you're moving the way batman does you cannot talk like a normal person the way he is attempting to talk right now you'll be out of breath it should be spaced apart and even when you're reading it it should look and sound weird which wouldn't even like be it wouldn't be great reading yeah that's why there's internal monologue and yeah. you can even have two distinct voices in internal dialogue using different colored narration boxes. It's easy. It's simple. You should do it. But no, yeah. he's having him talk out loud throughout this entire thing. And the conversation that he's having with this like subconscious Alfred, it's just, for me, it was so bad. Like yeah. It genuinely was for me.
0: Here's the thing about inner monologues too, and I'm pretty sure Tom King uses inner monologues as well, but... We always, we always reference the KGB issue, which I think goes like 56 uh, in Tom King's uh, run. Uh, yeah, that's all he's uh, doing uh, is grunting. Uh, it's like 17 uh, pages of fighting, and there's very little dialogue. But it is some of the best Tony Daniels drawings in a really long time. Yes,
1: like since and New 52 Detective. Yeah,
0: it was, it, it was really solid. But the thing people don't forget that people do not realize, and I I think a lot of people that actually read Batman don't know this or even remember or even think about it, is Batman's inner dialogues between fightings. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you wouldn't be thinking about all that shit while you're fighting either. No, you wouldn't. But you can also play inner monologues off as his diaries that he keeps because everybody forgets that batman logs everything that happens in his life and in his days he has like a massive library of his days that he logs yeah i'm pretty sure he voice memos them now but alfred's like yeah this is the library of everything he's done so if he needs to reference something on fucking august 17th which was the really
1: cool thing in metal in batman lost he had all of his like monologues or his 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 journal journal entries as the stories that we all know and love like the long halloween and Mm -hmm. freaking hush and all of that it was very well played and we really enjoyed that type of thing but the journals have been mentioned in so many books within the last two years and yet they can't they they won't play along with it
0: yeah I don't. I don't know why they don't. Um, and that's the way. You, that's how you get get away with so much of Batman's inner monologues because it's like him just describing the the event again. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's how you should read it. Um, but I feel like people just don't realize that because not every character does that. I'm pretty sure Batman's the only one that does
1: that. I don't yeah. know if Clark Kent does anything like that. Um,
0: uh, from I'm pretty sure he writes about himself, but he,
1: yeah, he'll do stuff like in newspapers to get the story. Blah 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 but I am pretty sure they have said that uh, the fortress keeps Mm -hmm. a data log somewhat like that. Uh, And that is how the Legion of superheroes eventually gets the information on Clark Kent slash Superman, you know, thousands of years in the future is because of the fortress of solitude and the Kryptonian technology. So, you know,
0: makes sense. Um, Comic books. (laughs) <laughs> uh so yeah so anyways batman fights his way out of this movie theater with all of these dead jokers and stuff like that and uh, i think we mentioned this on the podcast and i just want to point it out because maybe this is something um tinian did think about and i want to give him credit for it remember how we said like oh we think joker would have way more dead bodies than this because apparently this is supposed to be all his dead people yeah if i'm not mistaken and i could be wrong here because i think he is inviting people as well to theaters for free right mm-hmm. to watch Zoro uh he he bought every theater in gotham yeah so every theater could be filled with his dead bodies yeah so that would be a lot of people yeah so just throwing that out there um but anyways so bruce is still hallucinating he thinks he sees his parents they run out he runs out to the alley and he's like no turn back and he falls down and we see harley show up again and she's like hey what's up this costume that she's wearing i think is what margot robbie should wear in movies i think it would be awesome. I granted Margot Robbie probably wouldn't want to wear it but I say maybe give her full full-blown pants. Yeah. Um, but I think that outfit would be
1: pretty solid. Um cuz I think cool. she looks cool. like especially like since you know we've clearly seen Margot Robbie use guns. Mhm. The whole like bullet belt thing looks really really cool. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I don't know how I feel about the goggles
0: mm-hmm. but
1: everything else looks really good. I I yeah. enjoy it. So that would
0: be pretty cool. This next part I don't know if it's Joker or not right because it's I want to say it's not but we see Joker at the top of a penthouse uh you know punchline is showing up there and we he's see she's like hugging in him full
1: Malcolm Moore
0: yeah he's got all these chains <laughs> on he's in a pretty much a speedo and he's got a big joker like coat that he's wearing and she's talking about like oh we got to go you know do you want us to go kill this person or whatever because she talks about clown hunter and he's like no i love it like let it keep happening and we'll deal with it later she says he was like oh she because she was like should i leave it unchecked And he's like no no, send some of our good guys but it's i like it
1: he likes that what he is doing is bringing about chaos
0: yeah and that's what the joker is he wants chaos and um so i thought this was very interesting i yeah i don't I, naked joker is not really something i can see why you would do it with bruce wayne he's always cooking up with um you know selena kyle and all that kind of jazz i don't know if we're gonna get a hookup between freaking somebody's gonna do it eventually it's gonna happen between, between joker punchline and punchline and, yeah. yeah it's gonna happen uh it'll be in black label somebody will do it automatically <laughs> uh because they're like yeah i did that uh, somebody's gonna do that, and she looks super infatuated with him. Although he looks like he's like dripping, like fucking painting, like uh, you know, champagne all over his mouth. And she's like, "Ha," oh. she's just like totally like in love with him. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we just see like what Joker says to do. Not really much happens there. She, we just he, know he
1: does say, "Hey, I think it's time to kill Harley." Basically. Yeah. And she yeah. says, "About fucking time." So yeah. you, if you were interested, we haven't been reading Harley because I don't personally like the writer um, yeah he's a really bad writer in my opinion uh, but uh, it is gonna be happening in Harley 75 which is the punchline versus Harley issue
0: uh, but if I'm not mistaken the next title of the next match is Harley Quinn versus punchline round two that's the title of the next issue
1: oh wow so yeah I, unless it continues in Harley because yeah. they've been making that like a really big thing because issue <laughs> 75 is the last issue of Harley.
0: Yeah, they fight in there. It's boring. Oh, did it already come out? I'm pretty sure it came out already. Oh, shit. And it was weak, because it's like a bunch of random little stories. Oh, and like stupid. it's it's drawn in the same style of art, if I'm not mistaken. It's drawn in that same style of art that the Robin King was drawn in.
1: Oh, you know what? So, You're right. You're right. I remember it being in our folder. Yeah, that, last so week. I'm pretty
0: sure that was it. Anyways, we saw Harley saves Bruce again, and um i will say i do like this is there's like this secret garden under gotham or something like this and batman's like where the hell am i and harley's being harley which i have no problem with this and um she's like oh this you know ivy built this for me when i was having bad times but i do
1: like how she said there's some parts of gotham that you don't even know
0: yeah which is like that iceberg lounge kind of thing So, I like that idea that the villains have gotten so, like, Batman's beat them so much. They're like, we gotta fucking start making shit that he doesn't know about. Yeah. And so we have places like this, which I like. Granted, although Harley is saving him now, Batman's be like, all right, no to self, find all of these motherfucking places that Harley just talked about. (laughs) So, you know, everybody's be like, fuck you, Harley. Um, But uh, did you also pick up on the Joker punchline conversation? That he says, like, if you want to hurt Harley, you have to go after, like, her heart, basically. So, I think she's going to try to kill Ivy.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. So, we might see that fight happen in here. Or, you know, Harley's going to go meet up with Ivy or something like that. And I think Punchline's going to try to go attack her. Yeah. And that'll be interesting. Um. But anyways, what I don't really like here and this is a big thing i told clay but i'll just we'll finish out the comic and then i'll I'll give my thoughts on it is harley gives bruce this kind of like potion thing and at this point in time like she's an anti-hero now Mm -hmm. i don't even i don't would not consider harley a villain at all she is an anti-hero she is basically on the same level as jason todd so batman's like i'm gonna keep you at arm's length but i can trust you at times yeah so she gives him this cup of tea he drinks it. Her neck breaks and she's all like, well, you're going to trip balls, but this is going to clear out your system. And so now Bruce is going to go through this crazy psychosomatic kind of issue that's going to happen next. And Alfred's on the final page saying like, oh, well, you know, it's time to have a serious talk.
1: Now, here's the problem. We've already fucking seen this before. Yeah. So Uh, it happened
0: for 10 issues in Tom King's run.
1: Yes, it happened for 10 issues there. It fucking, like, it literally happened last issue. Two issues or an issue ago. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna, like, we don't need this shit. You're wasting panels, you're wasting pages.
0: Yeah, Tinian must have been watching Gotham and liked it and seen how Gotham constantly repeated storylines and did stuff like that because that's what's happening here. Um, maybe this might be an excuse just to have, you know, Jimenez r- draw some really batty nutty shit, um, which is cool. Looking, now he but said,
1: Tinian has said, he said it on Twitter and I may want to go back to confirm, but mm-hmm. this is the last pre made pre COVID comic. Mm-hmm. So this was one that was already in the, in the shell mm-hmm. or, or in whatever the phrase is. Yep. Next issue will be the first post COVID issue Book. that he okay. wrote. So we will see how the dialogue changes. We will see how the pace changes because I'm pretty sure most writers were probably either inspired or freaking out during this time of the sh- shutdown, coronavirus, whatever. Yeah. So we'll see how their writing was affected.
0: But at the same time, just like his best bud Scott Snyder, Tinian also has an indie book coming out that he has been working on. That came out. I don't know, but I know that he has a book coming out that was announced on CBR and stuff like that. So, you know. His head might not be in the game either, uh, which I know. I know I slob on his knob all the time, but freaking Tom King's only working at DC and he doesn't do indie stuff. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, everybody. So it's,
1: it's next month. It says here. Okay. Uh, he says, God, I can't express how much or how excited and nervous I am for all of you to check out the Out Department of Truth yeah. next month. So this is the
0: thing I told Clay after I read this issue. I was like, yo, and he tried to take my idea. Uh, I told Clay that, dude, you know what this book is? You could literally take out the Joker and put in the Scarecrow and it would be 10 times better because the Scarecrow messes with the toxins and it would just, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be oversaturated with the Joker thinking like, uh, oh, Joker wouldn't do this or this is too Joker or blah, blah, blah. If everything happened the same, minus you know punchline, she'd have to be gone. Or you could even give Scarecrow his own little hussy, or you know whatever that you want him to have. Uh, Scarecrow would, I think, would have been better with this.
1: Now, for all you listening, I'm pretty sure if you go back a couple issues or a couple episodes, I said this on the air. I so, don't think so. So I am pretty sure I said it before. No, but I don't think I, so. I, I have the tweet right here. Tinian says it's wild to me. That the Batman issues coming out now were still written before quarantine started. I checked, and George started on page 90, or on issue 97 back in mid March. Time is weird, my friends. I think 98 might have been the first quarantine issue.
0: Hmm. Well, let's see if it drastically improves or not. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he had a lot of time to read some more stuff. Maybe we'll get Catwoman back. Because it's literally three issues from a hundred and Catwoman has been underground for the last four issues. Something like that.
1: Yes.
0: And like, uh, again, we just had her for 85 issues trying to be there for Batman. And she's not there. Like Catwoman is somebody that has literally had her heart ripped out of her body. And the moment she got it back in, she started fucking shit up. She seemed pretty fine down there in the little cave thing. So I don't know what is happening. Um, but, yeah. So it it is what it is. But, yeah, I think you could have easily taken the Joker out of this and made it Scarecrow. And people would be like, dude, I can't believe Scarecrow's this gangster. I can't believe Scarecrow's doing this. But everybody's like, eh, Joker's done worse. Remember that time he did this and he did that and he did this Especially- and he did that?
1: Especially, like you said, we have been getting a lot of Joker. And we will be, like, we're going to get what people have been calling the most anticipated Joker story in the last four years with the three Jokers.
0: Yeah, like, why as a writer... Does that not come into your head like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be writing Batman 100 when freaking the probably greatest writer in comic books history is also going to drop a Joker story at the same time I'm writing my Joker war like the final battle. Like why as a writer would you drop that at the same time just so you can get compared to them? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like that's that in itself is going to be a really rough week or rough. Rough three to to four months of, of because I guarantee you there will be people saying, Oh man, why am I reading this Joker war when I can read three jokers? Yeah. And there might be the complete opposite. You never know. But with as much popularity as Johns has as a writer and I, I'm not one to really like, I, I mean, I am, I am one to compare a lot when it comes to writers but mm-hmm. I haven't really been keeping up with a whole lot of Tinian stuff. Yeah. Apparently, he's done. He did really well in uh, Justice League Dark. Apparently, at the very end, it wasn't really going a whole lot of anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a really good job in Detective. So His Detective so, Run was good. So it sounds like he does really well with teams. Yeah. Detective Justice League Dark. I mean, when it comes to a solo Batman book, like yeah. That's going to be rough being compared because it's not just a Joker story. You're dealing with Batgirl. You're dealing with Jason. You're dealing with Batman when it Mm -hmm. comes to the three Jokers. So you can almost compare the two as Batman solo stories dealing with Joker. So it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough to see how the, uh, the audience reacts to one versus the other. Or if there is going to be a whole lot of comparing, we don't know.
0: Yeah, it, it's just like Metal and Doomsday Clock right now. Everybody was waiting for it. Just like salivating for the next issue of Doomsday Clock. Like, oh my god, I can't wait for the next one. Who the fuck waits for the next Metal? We get one every week now. Who gives a shit? Like, oh shit, that did anything. come
1: out at the same time, didn't it? Yeah,
0: it was like all the same stuff. But everybody wanted fucking Doomsday Clock. That's what was the biggest thing. Because it was dude, different, after, it was after, good.
1: After that second issue, dude, Like people were fucking salivating over... Doomsday.
0: It was so good though. Like when when freaking firestorm turns everybody into ice, and then fucking Superman makes his choice, and Batman's like, "You idiot! What are you doing?" Like, I loved it. I fucking loved it. You see Batman fighting people not to launch nukes and shit. Like that shit was awesome. Um, but yeah, now now we got fucking Batman dinosaurs and shit. Like the writing in DC (laughs) has went down fucking hill which Um, is
1: why like i'm nervous and excited for dc fandom yeah which is a topic that we will be talking about later but yeah it it there is a secret dc comics panel uh we can
0: talk about it right now because i'm done with 97 (laughs) um so dc fandom from we found out this today it's being split into two days now or three days
1: i don't it's a whole week we don't know anymore (laughs) Now, don't be confused like I was as soon as I woke up to I the know. text of, of Juice. Juice was like, hey, by the way, DC Fandom is now two days. And he said September 12th. But for <laughs> me, I was like, I can't ask off for Sunday now. It's way too late. He's, he's like, hey. It's set. It's September. Stupid. And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Okay. I, I
0: was like, "It's right there." <laughs> uh,
1: oh, but but it, it, so it is going to be, of course, this Saturday. It's going to be the Hall of Heroes, and yeah. if you look at the schedule, which I do have up right here, there's still all the movie stuff. All the movies and video game stuff is going to be there. Now, it did add the. Uh, I believe they added the uh, Titans stuff. Mm-hmm. So it looks like possibly uh, more of the... Well, they added Titans and they added uh, Flash uh, TV. Uh, so Saturday? that is the only CW thing that is on the Hall of Heroes. Hmm. But interesting, uh, I don't see a Doom Patrol or anything else like that, which is weird. Yeah. Considering that is a big hit for HBO Max. But it's basically stating all the movies and video game stuff will be on Saturday. And all the insider, the fun stuff, all that, you know, random stuff that they were doing alongside the Hall of Heroes is now going to be on September 12th. And some of them, if you look at it on the schedule, uh, it has uh, Saturday, September 12th, 12 p.m., through Sunday, September 13th, 12 p.m. So this may be available for 24 hours. Yeah. It looks like they may all be on demand. So they're keeping it for 24 hours that you can watch whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So it may just be like, hey, by the way, this is all the insider stuff. Watch it whenever you want. Yeah. So it may not be a presentation like mm-hmm. the Hall of Heroes will be to uh, on. Uh, well, I don't know when this will drop, but on Saturday, August 22nd. Yeah. Now, uh, most of the stuff should be uh fixed as far as the scheduling goes i did have to like take some stuff off for mine but i will say i did add for the 12th there is a creative coalition uh, of the superman radio show that nice. is going to be on the 12th that i'm going to be listening to as well as dc graphic novels master class how to break into comics on the 12th as well oh that's interesting
0: i haven't looked at any of the schedule because i was just going to steal clay's <laughs> um but uh I will be live streaming fandom on Saturday so if you have not come to my twitch channel this is the perfect time to come to the twitch channel I will work I will make sure this podcast is out Friday just so you guys know uh so we will be whatever time fandom starts I will be streaming on my so twitch channel
1: Central it is gonna be at 12 pm uh the really That's cool perfectly. thing is depending on where your location is as far as your phone or computer, it automatically updates to your time zone. So you don't have to do any type of Googling for the times or whatever. It'll set everything up. Now, I do hope that in the future that they do set up an app for this because I really do hope that they don't just do this because of COVID. I hope that this is something that they plan to do in the future uh, until, you know, whenever. But this has uh, shown that apparently there's a lot of interest people to to have Marvel do one and whatnot I think this is a really big game changer and we've said that before Uh, the really big highlights for us personally I think of course the Wonder Woman uh, panel there will be a trailer Mm -hmm. there Uh, there is going to be a trailer or possibly gameplay or first look at the uh, Arkham game there is a tease that's something that I wanted to talk about also did you do the whole code 706 thing on the website? Mm-mm. It shows a piece of the in-game map. Oh. It's just like a small little portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is also a glimpse. It's really, really quick, but a glimpse of a Court of Owls symbol. Uh, it nice. is the goggles of the talons. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And apparently there's going to be uh, more teases of that coming out tomorrow and Friday leading up until... Um, fandom fandom so go check out montreal's uh freaking twitter twitter account look for that and you can do interactive stuff with that uh we're looking for we're we're looking into suicide squad of course yeah now that one looks like it's going to be the most fun because they literally showed because there's a trailer that i just sent you before we started recording yeah of what to expect on saturday It looks like the entire fucking cast is on a Zoom call. Yeah. And they're all fucking talking about the movie. That's going to be awesome. I hope that there is a trailer of some sort or a teaser. Yeah, I would hope so. And, of course, the glorious fucking Snyder Cut. There is going to be a trailer (laughs) for that. Uh, There is some stuff that Snyder has been teasing every single day. He has a little countdown with, like, random images and some of them we can very much recognize. Some of them we can't. Uh, and then the fucking Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game. I don't know. This This rumor has been out for so long. Yeah. Or it was so long ago that this rumor had like first popped up. I don't know how far along they are. Do you think yeah. we could possibly see just concept or a trailer? Or what do you think?
0: Um, I think just a concept trailer like where they do like a little like Harley Quinn comes out and bops somebody over the head or something like that. Oh, I feel okay. like you can get something like that. I don't if they drop like a trailer trailer, that would be insane. I don't Dude, expect you're that gonna that happen. have
1: to splice your freaking Twitch channel or your your live stream so much for your reactions to stuff. Yeah,
0: I'm just gonna hit record and hopefully my <laughs> hard drive doesn't crash. Recording
1: eight hours of footage or whatever. But the um, very last thing the very last thing at the end of the eight hours on Saturday, they leave the best for last possibly is the Batman. Now on the trailer for the DC fandom, you do see, uh, Matt Reeves say something like, Oh, I couldn't come here without showing you a little bit of the movie and some capacity or something like that. You do see the silhouette of the car. So I don't know if we're just going to have another look at the car. I don't think we will. Because on the schedule for the Insider Verse, mm-hmm. there is uh, Acceleration Design, the new Batmobile. So okay. I don't know if they will just leave that for the Hall of Heroes and for the Insider Verse. I mm-hmm. think that we may actually see Catwoman. I we hope may so. see a small clip of some sort, a teaser i'm probably hoping for way too much but i think we need to see catwoman at this point
0: yeah um just so not everybody's wait because we're not gonna see her anymore because everything's being shot indoors now yeah so we're not gonna see her so i'm hoping they drop her she said she was working her ass off this whole time unlike robert pattinson <laughs> She said she was, was working her ass off. a joke, okay? And, There's going to be uh, so
1: many people that are going to be triggered by that. You know that. Oh, hell yeah.
0: Yeah, they are. What? He hasn't been working out. Where is he at? We're at 30 pounds on Robert Pattinson. But, uh, uh, but anyways. But another um, thing
1: is they have confirmed that uh, Batman will be continuing next month uh, for film. Yes.
0: That was something a actor came out and said, I'm on the set in two weeks. So somebody yeah. said that. Uh, this is like a we don't know who this guy is he might just be a random extra but he said he's gonna be working on the batman um so two weeks for that so we hopefully will be able to continuously give you info going forward if it comes out uh we did get i want to make sure i didn't miss anything else uh we got dc or i should say wb has trademarked a new bat logo yes we saw that today it is basically the guns on his bat symbol with ears yes so assume that the way this you see robert pattinson's chest just see that i'm hoping he gets rid of this suit by the end of the movie he gets a new one with the same kind of design of that he just puts ears on it to make him batman yeah um so that is something they have trademarked um i'm trying to think of what else might have happened with the batman but i think that might be everything um, oh, yes, I need to kill this right now because I told this to Clay. I feel like people are probably going to get out of hand with this. There was the co-writer of the Batman came out talking oh, about yeah. the Batman movie and, like, his thoughts on it and stuff, and he used a quote I wish he didn't want to use, but I feel like people, if they hear enough of it, they're going to run with It says, like, he basically said, he was like, I feel like this is a younger version of the current Batman we've seen. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's younger Bruce Wayne. This is going to be a prequel. He's not going to be in the Justice League.
1: Like, everybody's going to say that. Now, I do have something to add to that because Mm -hmm. somebody brought up something uh, today. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. Uh, They actually did like a little quote or whatever. Um, But it is... Uh, freaking oh my gosh it was basically saying uh it was a quote from reeves basically mm-hmm. saying uh or not reeves it was a quote from uh, uh right? Pat- pattinson uh-huh. again reiterating that there is and hinting at because he doesn't really necessarily say it uh mm-hmm. but he does mention rated r matt is aiming for a rated r and for when That'd pe- be amazing when people hear that quote that uh what is his name uh the the co-writer matt whatever yeah uh, i don't know forgot he is stating the brutality mm-hmm. i that's what i get from it the yeah. brutality of the batman that we saw in bbs not affleck not mm-hmm. Batfleck. the brutality of that batman is wanting to be portrayed here at yeah. a young with a younger batman Mm -hmm. That's all it means, but there has been a rumor that this Batman is quite possibly going to be a new part of their Black Label series of movies. That doesn't mean it's connected to Walking Phoenix Joker movie, but it is going to be that type of film in reaching for the rated R. It's going to be something that we don't normally see in other Batman movies, so... I'm just stating that it will be a darker, brutal, like more brutal Batman. Not necessarily. Oh, this is a younger Ben Affleck. So yeah, yes. And
0: don't forget that Snyder came out and said that his thing is basically outside of what we've been watching. Yes. So you know, there's that. Um, I yeah, I just want to get that out of there because you guys piss me off every time I see something <laughs> like that. I'm like, think <laughs> about it. Use your brain. Um, But anyways. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, I, you know what? The the Bat logo was okay that I saw. Um, I think once I see it on a cleaner suit, I might be like, that's fucking awesome. Um, but right now it is what it is. Uh, I'm excited the filming starts in two weeks. I'm excited for fandom. And, uh, yeah, I really hope we get a Catwoman suit. Because I just kind of want to see what she's going to look like. Um, because I'm, I didn't like what Nolan did. And... Uh, of course, everybody always goes back to Tim Burton's because that was the best looking Catwoman. I just want a modern version of Catwoman that looks like Catwoman and is not just somebody in like a latex suit. Um, I hope they actually try to give her her, you know, her head or her headpiece head with the goggles and stuff like that. Because it's very Catwoman, unless they're going to go hardcore and they are using like the cat suit, which they did like the, the purple, the one, purple which one, which would be crazy. That would um, be
1: insane.
0: Yeah, I don't think they would do that, but at the same time, they did in Long Halloween. Maybe this is her first cat suit as well. Yeah, and she gets a new one at the end of the movie. Like I'm hoping, uh, Pattinson will. But <clears throat> for the most part, yeah, I don't know. It seems like we have a lot of stuff coming out, and uh, I'm just kind of excited for it. Uh, I'm I'm ready for Fandom. I want to see what the fuck's gonna drop. I plan on you know reacting to all of that and kind of maybe throwing up a video on Sunday, but. For the most part, it's kind of just wait and see at this point.
1: Yeah. Also, just going to reiterate this because I did tell you or you and others on your stream right now, Comixology is having a DC fandom sale. I know it's digital, but it's right there at your fingertips. You can read it immediately after you download. There is about four to five pages of nothing but Batman stuff that is on sale. So, of course, this is a Batman podcast i wanted to say that uh, promoting dc promoting what they're wanting to, to do with digital i fully embrace it so go out there purchase some dc batman comics have you bought anything uh not yet i do have some stuff on my wish list uh we get paid on friday i am gonna be purchasing a new uh, recording software but mm-hmm. after that i might buy like three or four graphic novels depending on yeah who. i
0: haven't looked at it. Is uh is the dc
1: app doing a sale
0: um because i prefer to keep all my dc stuff in the
1: dc app i Um, don't know if i have i think i have the dc app i can't remember if i do i mean Uh, because i use it for um up there it is so uh the dc app let's see here it almost has the exact same freaking uh uh setup as freaking Oh, cool. I did not know that. All my DC stuff is, it, it transfers from Comixology to here. That's. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah. So you can just use Comixology. So I can still use Comixology. It has all my stuff here. But as far as. See, the only thing that I'm bothered with with this is there's not one for, like, sales as far mm-hmm. as, like, a tab or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm certain It says new to DC, DC Essentials, graphic novels. Yeah, there's not necessarily a, like, sales uh type of thing well hold on at the very top let's see here dc fandom sale so if you go to the very top where it has the banners there will be a mm-hmm. dc fandom sale you just click it and it'll have i think two sections one of them being a through i and then the second uh, pa- uh portion being the rest of the alphabet nice yeah, um, but
0: that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all the news we got for you. Uh, if you're a Fortnite fan, Joker and Ivy are going to be in Fortnite, just to throw that out there. I don't give a shit about Fortnite, but you know <laughs> what? It is what it is. Um, Although, Fall Guys, I am the champion, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys want to come hang over on the Twitch stream and see me win in Fall Guys all day, come over and check that out. DC, get yourself a Batman freaking thing over there. No, I will buy they that need, shit quickly. they need
1: to have their superhero thing be superman it looks exactly like him just like, yeah I get know. rid of get rid of the f and put an s that would be legit but they need to do
0: that's licensing though that's why their dc needs to get on top of this train for fandom they should have fandom skins they should uh, be like hey we're gonna do fandom skins. that would be really really cool that'd be fantastic so dc yeah. if you're listening to this you know ignore all the bad stuff we said about your current writing but <laughs> for the most part for fall guys you should get some freaking suits and fall guys i think it'd be fantastic Um, But that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, do you got anything you're working on that you want these people to know about?
1: Yeah, uh, I just recorded right before we started recording. I recorded a uh, Black Clover Volume 1 review that I will have up uh, tomorrow. Well, technically, as when this is dropped, it will already be available, so go check it out. Um, But also, me and Mark, of course, review everything well almost everything that comes out that at least interests us uh as well so we will be talking about batman we probably will be talking about nightwing but it looks like we will also be talking about uh justice league as well i really dug the art so i am going to read that tonight to review that but uh yeah go check out the comic book legion podcast as well nice
0: nice of course i have mentioned twitch already multiple times today definitely go check out twitch.tv juice from the box we will be streaming fandom so if you want somebody to watch it with and just see my reactions and stuff like that we will be doing that um obviously you can go check out the juice reacts channel if you want to see a bunch of stuff that is not dc related but maybe you're into warhammer you're, i'm getting into this series called csp which is all about horror and crazy stuff that's going on uh, definitely check that out. Of course, Apex is what I cover on there. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I react to. And you'll see my reactions to Fandom as well. Um, definitely go check that out. And, of course, TikTok. I'm on the TikToks. Go follow me over <laughs> there. I'm posting stuff all the time. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. See you guys next time. See you later. All right.